So here we are once again. The uh, dice. The dice are, are rolled, rolling. Are rolling. Yeah, yes. they're currently in air, mid air. Yeah, yeah, and it's the dice, of course. It's not the die because mm. there's more than one. They are rolling. They I can't are. say the dice is rolling because that would be grammatically incorrect. Anyway, so here we are. Uh, but where was the assumption that there was more than one? Well, you said the dice are rolling. I did, but, but why are we so, assuming that, that maybe I got it wrong? You should have said the die is cast, you see. That's the other thing. Mm. But anyway, whatever the die is or dice is are doing, uh, here we are again, episode seven of uh, series season two, two of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, no, the impact. The impact Anatomy, narrative. The impact narrative. Um, Mark, it's nearly our Christmas special. It is, and I can't wait. And you can see the room is festooned with decorations, like, for example, a, a, a scarf with uh, the kind of colours that Santa Claus might occasionally wear. Uh, and Brown. I'm not sure if it's visible, but in case it isn't, there, there it is. That's even less visible. Um, you know, everything has got the Christmas spirit. I mean, the you know, this is um, uh, has been decked out in white, uh, which again is part of the colours that Santa Claus wears. So. We couldn't be more Christmassy in spirit, despite everything that's going on in the world. So, Simon, what's been going on in the world? Sometimes you just let him go and you see where he ends up. Well, usually in the seat where I've been, according to the our catalogue of back issues, I've been here for quite some considerable time, wearing probably the same clothes. I didn't want to say anything. Uh, Those listeners who are, are purely getting this on SoundCloud or iTunes, it isn't a joke. Right, no, well, nothing is. Anyway, so what's going on in the world that's particularly grabbed your attention, Simon? Because that is the purpose of the impact narrative. It gives us a chance to go on and on about things that are going on. And on. And on. And on. And some, th- some things are going on and on more than other things. They certainly are. It's been a, a pretty standard week in, in the world, I think, hasn't okay. it? Well, it has. The stock markets are falling off a cliff. You know why? Why, you Mark? talk about the G20. Well, there was a kind of story that there was a deal, a truce between China hmm. and America. And so the stock markets went up quite sharply. And now they've gone down even more sharply. Why is that? Because there was no truce. So, so why was there talk of a truce? Um, I think, well, with these things, it's all about spin, isn't it? That uh, the meetings take place in private and, mm. um, you know, with the, the people that you're particularly interested in, in particular, you know, people from Saudi Arabia, etc. What goes on stays behind closed doors, but it's talked about as if there are done deals, things like that. And then nothing concrete often comes out of them. In this case, it seems that nothing at all. Other than a lot of spin. A lot of spin, yeah, which is rather... Because I did allude to this before the meeting, and I said that hopefully they'd be talking about this constructively, and it almost, to me, seems that things are worse than they were before the summit, which is a great sort of tribute to the mm. function of summit meetings. Summit, summit meetings are meetings where people air their disagreements and come to even sharper disagreements at the end of it. Indeed. Hmm. So, what's been going on, Simon, apart from me oh, saying we've, that? We've had a, a G20, we've had uh, some Brexit happenings. Ah, have we? We've had some some UKIPing. Oh, yes, we have indeed. We've had some football, we've had some fear-mongering. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, not the Ramonas again. Oh, everyone, I think. Um, mm. Anyway, and some, where are we going to start? Some music. Some music. Oh, right. Uh, that person that you were talking about before, who's yeah. worse than Taylor Swift. Yeah, well... Wow. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. I, I don't know where to start, Mark. I mean, do we start with the G20? Do we start with yeah, well, a collection got... of world leaders meeting last week in uh, in Argentina? 
talk of a, a, of a of an arrest of Mohammed bin Salman, the Saudi crown prince, under the, the universal jurisdiction with regard to the Jamal Khashoggi affair, didn't happen. No, surprise, surprise. Strange, that. Mm. Um, what did happen was he met Mr. Macron. Ah! Hmm. Did you see this? Oh, no, no, no. I'll leave that to you. So you didn't see I that there was my a. Mind um... to, I have a file that these are Simon ish issues. Oh, right, okay. I then talk in a really deliberately ignorant way about them in order to draw from you your reservoirs of wisdom. Right, okay. If I knew something about it, then it would throw the whole balance of the, the programme, oh, which has been yeah. so delicately. It... Created. It would actually. Mm -hmm. Your fount of wisdom is, of course, derived from. Is this Wikipedia? Your damn it, Mark. Uh, don't say nasty things about Wikipedia. Oh, I see. Sorry. Ah. Sorry. Talk about me rather than. Yes. No. Um, no. 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 I'm just and checking the Google, um, Mr. Google the, 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 the cricket scores. Right. Okay. There is so, no Mr. Macron. So we've got Mr. Macron. So yeah, and, Mr. And Macron and Mr. Hashoji, they um, they had a bit of a meeting. I think you're going in a certain direction that we'll get to in a second, but. Okay. Um, but there was a conversation that was overheard between these two. Right. Because, mm. no. of course, his troubles have all been solved because the price of oil has crashed. So yes. he can raise fuel taxes as much as he wants now because oil is kind of free. Well, so, yeah. exactly. But, uh, no, uh, it, uh, this this meeting on the fringes mm. of the G20 between Mr. Macron and uh, Mr. Bin Salman was was caught and uh, Macron was, was overheard saying... We told you, you need to be very careful. We're very concerned. Right. And the Saudi response, or the response of the Saudi crown prince was essentially, ha, 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 yes, I know, ha, ha, ha. Right. <laughs> it could have been him saying that, really. And, um, yeah, rather condescending, patronising, right. OK, go away now, you silly little man. OK. Type of now, wow. these two have got quite a bit of history with regard to the, the Rafik Hariri case. If you remember... No, of course not. Uh, no, sorry, not Rafik Hariri, Saad Hariri, Rafik's oh, son. Oh, that makes um, a world of difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That case, the the Lebanese prime minister oh, yeah, who course. was detained yeah, yeah. in Riyadh, yeah. and um, if reports are to believe, be believed, then uh, Mr. Macron is responsible for for getting Saad Hariri out of Riyadh. Right, I see. Mm. Right, so leading to a wonderful selfie that was taken with Macron, Hariri, and Bin Salman. Okay, and but not was, at the G20. No, 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 this no. was um, earlier last year, but it was absolutely fabulous. <laughs> and I, I am blaming you for this yawning, yeah, Mark. Yeah, yeah, no, no, this uh, is entirely your fault for bringing round a, a bottle of a rather odd colour of wine last night. Yeah, yeah, well, I do apologise to all viewers, listeners and uh, well-wishers for mm. the fact that Simon uh, overindulged by a thimbleful no, of just wine. A, just the one thimbleful. That was quite enough. There was more than enough, but anyway, that was yeah, um, so that anecdote. an interesting little meeting there. Yeah, and, um, Putin, 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 Putin. Yes, met the Saudi. No, didn't. That would be mutual disappointment all round. Hmm. Right. Okay. I thought he was going to meet up with him. I, I don't know, Mark. Right, and and of course uh, Erdogan. 
Yeah. Did he meet up with them? I, um, I'm sure they did all on the fringes. They all possibly. kind of had liaisons, clandestine, you know, mm. with little notes left in each other's jacket pockets. I, as one does at meet such a me meeting. Meet me in North 25 or something like or that. Furness. Uh, Furness Lecture Theatre the, the, the 3, three at yeah. 1 o'clock next week. This if is you want to hear more about this. This is an unstructured discussion. So the G20 So the G20... Really yeah, I mean, nothing really seemed no. to... There wasn't really the big news story that came out. No. There wasn't the big photo opportunity that people were hoping for. Uh, there was a lot of concern about whether Mrs May was going to be seen shaking hands with the tyrant, Mohammed bin uh, Salman. Oh, right. Oh, I see. Right. And, right. Uh, yeah, it all seemed to be a, a bit of a damp squib, mm. to be honest. Right, OK, so that's one damp squib out of the way, but other things are going on in your mm. neck of the woods, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I mean, there's this continued events in Yemen. There are peace talks going on at present. Um, the UN Special Envoy for, for the Yemen conflict, Martin Griffiths, is, is trying desperately to bring the various parties together to... to at least get a ceasefire, if not something more serious. But mm. as is the case with these conflicts, <laughs> yeah. it's incredibly difficult to do. There's yeah. a complete lack of trust, the complete breakdown of communications, and how you actually build peace between different parties who are at war, continuing to, to bomb one another, mm. um, launching missiles at respective capitals, bombing hospitals and other key bits of infrastructure, and amidst allegations of war crimes, mm. building trust... Yeah, which yeah. is an absolutely essential part of, of peace building, is, is obviously incredibly difficult. Right. Yeah, and Khashoggi, so, um, any um, developments there? You've mentioned him. Well, there were a, a couple of uh, US senators who said, well, we, we kind of get the impression he was behind it. Right. We kind of think there's very little chance that he wasn't responsible for ordering the... Mm. Right, OK, so... Good. It's uh, it's rumbling so on. Stories are rumbling on in the mm, Middle East. Uh, they are. And uh, whereas in 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 Brexit, into Brexit land, we're, we're are, going there already. Well, I oh. wondered if you'd want to take a slight detour to Paris. Okay, let's go there. Oh, the boulevards, the you uh, know, the wine, the song, the, the fromage. History. Yeah, the cheese. Gone. I'm. I'm there. Oh, okay. I'm really Excellent. There. And, and what are you seeing, Mark? Uh, I'm seeing the um, ceiling of a, a, a public house having drunk too much wine and passing out. Is this is this memory or is this wishful thinking? Both. Excellent. Well, no. If, if you were memory. if you were in in Paris over the weekend, you'd have seen oh, lots of writing. Well, a I'm, lot I'm of writing. Well, you, you were intimated. It's all, it's all solved. Now. It's all. It's all gone. No. Well, ah. they, they've done a U-turn, haven't they? Mr Macron has um, has done mm. what Mr Blair did in the year 2000. I was talking to a colleague of mine the other night <clears throat> who is British politics lecturer, retired. <clears throat> right. And, um, of this parish? He had entirely forgotten that in the year 2000, he genuinely had entirely forgotten that in the year 2000, similar protests, not violent ones, mm. more, you know, sort of making the country grind to a halt protests, had caused Tony Blair in his pomp to basically scrap proposed fuel tax. Of course, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, this person had completely forgotten. It's 18 years ago, it doesn't seem that long ago that to me. had but a anyway. dramatic impact on my musical career. Really? It did. What, you wrote a song about it? No, I was... Bringing uh, Britain to a hold. Yes. That was that was a chorus. That was never released. But, no, um, no, but it should be, and it will be soon. Well, it will. It's been leaked. 
I'm sitting in my lorry. It could be a blues number, couldn't it? Sitting in my lorry, deliberately driving slow. The, all the rest of the traffic is no longer going to flow. I'm, I'm waiting for the next line. I'm but I'm hooked. to its knees. So please, please, please. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so yeah, ne- next on, week at Mr. the... Mr. Blair's uh, going to do a U-turn. Otherwise, London's going to burn. It's it's spectacular. Yeah. I'm bringing oh, my guitar is. next week. Yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift on vocals and you. Anyway, go well, on. No, this going. is this is amazing, Mark. So Although Paris, I still have I'm the earworm of um, and outside there's lots of writing and then there's a U-turn and then there's a U-turn just like Mr. Blair did in in the in year 2000. 2000. Was back in the year. That's a long time ago. Mm. 2000 and this song will be soon covered by Barbara Streisand. No, it doesn't really go. <laughs> It'll be covered by Bono. I'm too tired for this. <laughs> it was going to happen at some point, Mark. It's but covered I've... by Bono, and the world said, "Oh no." Yeah, I just need a tune, really, because it's a bit monotonous. So, Brexit, we've talked about monotonous. So, so we've dealt with Paris, have we? Have we done Macron? Have we done all that? Well, I I don't think this is going away anytime soon. He might have taken the sting out of it for now, but... Taking the sting out rather than Bono. (laughs) Taking the Bono out of it. The Bono. Global benefactors. But, um, Mm. yeah, this is not going away, I don't think. This is, I think, a a much deeper structural issue in Paris and indeed across Mm. France that Macron is deeply unpopular. He was elected in the sense that he wasn't the Front National. Yeah. But not. but he's not speaking for the majority of, of Parisians, of course. He's not speaking mm. for the majority of, of the French. Mm. He's not addressing the socioeconomic challenges that are there, that are deep, that are latent, but becoming increasingly manifest in in, in French politics. It's having a massive detrimental impact. And mm. there will be other instances like this unless something is done. Right. More U-turns. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, of course, Paris was designed with right control in mind. Did you know that? It was. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wide boulevards. Indeed. You know, much better for clubbing your uh, opponents. Yeah. Yeah, gathering them together into, yeah, clubbable areas. Mm. Anyway, mm. so, well, yeah. That's so a rather we, dark turn. We but... thought that um, uh, uh, things were bad here, but obviously not. I wish, you know, I, I did wish I was in Paris, but now I'm glad I'm here in Britain where you know, <laughs> it's just chaos rather than violent chaos yet. Well, the mm. violence has, has been taken out. I mean, there's, there's still a latent chaos, but here there is just chaos. Just chaos, yeah. So, Mark, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm losing track of things. <laughs> yeah. I'm losing track of life, but oh, I'm, yeah. I'm losing track of where we're at with Brexit. We're in day... Three, four, five of of debate? Yeah, yeah, and still going on, yeah. And um, so tell us about the debate then. What's happening right now? Well, what's happening, Bianca knows a lot about this. She's been following it uh, avidly, and I haven't. Um, because, well, uh, you know, it's been thematic. There's been security talked about, and, uh, you know, today it's more, I think, on the uh, economy. But really, the overriding theme is we don't like Mrs May's... It's a lot of people lining up to say we don't like Mrs May's deal. And so, in that sense... Um, the the maths that Mrs May is up against haven't really changed. Okay, so There's been no mass conversion. So before her. we get to the maths right. and the mass, yeah, the point of this is what to let Parliament have its say it's on the deal. A meaningful vote after protracted debate, where there's kind of no limit, really. So this is protracted. They'll talk till they're exhausted. Protracted debate. Yeah, I, there was there was a tweet. 
uh, I can't remember who it was from, but I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> but it was from about 1.20am saying, I hope you're oh. all getting a good night's sleep. I'm just gearing up to have my question answered. So your insomnia, you were trying to cure it by listening to I was the Brexit. Indeed. And it yeah. did, even that didn't work, so you really are. So yeah. I really, I'm really am struggling. Yeah. So, so um, this hmm. is a, a prolonged, protracted parliamentary debate about... Yeah, well, well, a, a long time ago, Mrs May conceded that Parliament would be able to have what she called a meaningful vote on the terms mm-hmm. of withdrawal, and this is it. But it isn't a meaningful... It's a meaningless debate because nobody's mind is going to be changed by the debate. People's minds might be changed by other things, but they won't be changed by... So the what debate. about beyond Westminster, then? Is this going to have any impact on, on the British public whatsoever? Um, well, all you can gather, I haven't seen opinion polls for a little while, but all, all one can gather is that when MPs went back to their constituencies in the last week or two, um, the, 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 it doesn't seem that they got a message which supports the idea of a hard, you know, well, basically a no-deal Brexit. Uh, that, I think that you can gather that. right. Because, um, you know, that option, it does seem that MPs of all parties are united, you know, the majority of MPs are united to try and prevent that happening. Which, of course, is incredibly ironic. And this is the thing, I was going to talk more about the implications rather than the detail. Mm -hmm. Uh, The implications of this are really quite staggering in that at the last general election, you had uh, both of the main parties in the UK... Um, accepting that Brexit was going to take place in their manifesto. Yes. And yet it's pretty clear that there's um, uh, an, either a near majority or a majority in the House of Commons of people who actually think that it should either be made as soft as possible or not happen at all. So it makes it, you know, you talk about representative democracy and a mandate from the people, and yet somehow we've ended up with a bunch of parliamentarians who are not prepared to carry forward, well, or, or, or are sort of at variance from the platforms on which they fought the last general election. Now, the last general election was, ooh, um, a year ago. Hmm. Um, and it's, it's all part of a succession of incidents where politicians have voted in particular ways, not because of their personal judgment, and not really necessarily because of a feeling that they needed to bow to the will of the people or whatever, but for reasons which are kind of obscure. So, for example, the vote to pave the way for the referendum in the first place was overwhelmingly in favour. The vote to dissolve Parliament in 2017 was overwhelmingly in favour. And yet it's pretty obvious that if you leave leave these people to free choices, they would have opposed the referendum and opposed the calling of a general mm-hmm. election. They did it because they felt, for one reason or other, that they had to. Yeah. So it's like Edmund Burke in the 1780s or whatever to the electors of Bristol. Instead of saying, you elect me because of my independent judgment and then you hold me to account at the end of my term of office, it's like people. Edmund Burke should really have said, you have elected me because you can trust me to vote in a certain way because I feel I have to. That's representative democracy in Britain today. And this is happening at the same time where Parliament is about to take control of this process. 
at least if it can, it will. You know, because if Mrs May's deal goes west, she's going to basically have to talk to Parliament like a US president talks to Congress. Right. She's going to have to. She's already doing this. She's trying to persuade Parliament. Um, and once the uh, once, once she's been defeated, it'll be more like negotiating with Parliament about the next step. So, and this is a, a representative body which is only representative on the thinnest possible understanding of that word, that it is a fact that these people were elected to ser to uh, serve in Parliament. But if you're looking for any other way in which they're representative, I'm afraid it's less representative than Parliament has ever been. In other words, in the in the uh, age of rotten boroughs, the politicians who, like old Sarum or whatever, yeah. who were elected by three non-resident voters or whatever, those MPs actually thought about what they were doing a lot more than the people who we've got now. They vote because they feel they have to yeah. in a particular way. Sure, I can. Shameful. Yeah, I can see how this would lead on to quite a serious crisis of of, of politics in Britain. Yeah, oh, it is. Well, we're in the middle. I mean, of we are, but but yeah. I mean, in terms of where this could end up, this could be incredibly serious. Yeah. Um, just. Yeah, well, the worst of it, just briefly cut in on you, to say that there's a chance that there might be a general election, and you could say that the general election is a good way of the people holding their elected representatives to account, but the general election is going to be fought over Brexit. And it's, again, going to elect a whole load, 650 people, I think still, with the boundary changes coming mm. down the line, who are going to vote because they feel they have to, for one reason or another, rather than either exercising their independent judgment, even voting along with their party, because the party discipline is pretty well, sure. you know, certainly on the Tory side, is completely suspended. On the Labour side, it's holding it well at the moment. But as, as we get closer to the point where Parliament might be taking responsibility for the shape of the, the deal, you'll find that Labour's party discipline yeah. becomes more under threat. So you, uh, you referred to opinion polls, and I've just pulled up details from YouGov, Right, uh, the latest one. The Servation was the last one I saw, which right, was more than a week ago. So 38%, go on. the latest one from the 5th. Right. 38% are in favour of Brexit. Right. 49% are against. Right, so that's a, a, a binary question. Yeah. Yeah, well... Uh, that is that that if that's right, and then there's the don't knows and all that sort of thing. People who haven't watched the news very much for two years, the it? news or, or anything are, else. Well, no, people who genuinely don't know because yeah. either they've been bamboozled by all these various arguments, or you know, they see either option as being being bad. Um, but that would be a change, yeah. you know, because it's been within very narrow margins. That's not a that's not a narrow margin. That's the kind of vote which, if replicated in a referendum, would genuinely be decisive, yeah. rather than the fifty-two forty-eight, which we know. Um, the BBC, I think, have had a I wonder have had a directive to talk about it as an overwhelming. I heard fifty-two forty-eight. I heard somebody saying the British public voted overwhelming. Uh, an interviewer, a BBC interviewer, saying right. the, the British public voted overwhelmingly for. Mm. Uh, and and uh, you know, I wonder whether that is, is a, a policy because the argument for a second referendum, the strength of it would be, first of all, the ter the terms are now known. Mm -hmm. And the second one is that the first time it was really a scoreless draw. Unlike yeah. Everton versus Newcastle last night. How are the lads? Aye.
Good. But in terms of, of moving forward then, mm. so where does this go? Uh, well, after the vote is after Mrs. May might be tempted to the thing about Mrs. May she digs her heels in until her heels snap off under the pressure, and uh, in, in this instance, I don't think she can row back from uh, from the vote after the vote. That's the thing that uh, there will well, I the think, vote is on it's on Tuesday. Tuesday. I think that almost certainly they will have to withdraw Article Fifty application because there just isn't time. It seems to me, uh, uh, you know, Parliament can discuss all it wants mm -hmm. about what they want the deal to look like. The withdrawal bill, remember, this is just the withdrawal bill. It yep. isn't the future relationship at all. That's another story. <laughs> um, uh, but the thing is, it then has to be signed off by the EU. Yep. So the EU have agreed that Mrs May's deal is the best compromise that they can see. And now whoever is Prime Minister, presumably Mrs May, is going to have to go back and start the whole process again. Except um, doing it all a process that has thus far taken well, about to, to, 20 months. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, but... Condensed into three. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So I, I can't see that deadline being met. I just can't see that March the 29th or whatever it is. So um, is this going to be pushed back or do you, you genuinely think that... I, I think it's... After the... I think Mrs May is going to be able to say if people want us to withdraw as on schedule, you're mm -hmm. going to have to vote for my uh, deal. But the and trouble is MPs have said that they're not going to. It's not just that there's a mood that they're not going to vote against it. And they the vote is what, record. Mark? Exactly. The wording of the vote is... Well, there's going to be lots of amendments, but it will be accept or reject. The key vote will be accept or reject the right. deal negotiated by Mrs May and others. So by the next time we record this show... There'll have been there will have been a vote. I, I, will I, we see a, um, Mrs. May being toppled? Um, well, uh, <laughs> um, it depends on how big the defeat is. Right, and of course we have not even... if there's a defeat, but yeah, how big uh, there is. No, I, I think that if she manages to keep it within, I mean, apparently Jacob Rees-Mogg was saying it could be within five votes or something like that. I think it's more realistic, something like forty or fifty. Right. If if she's got that, then she could say that she's done her best, but um, for reasons or another, the deal wasn't perfect, and that she could perhaps preside over, you, you know, basically if the mood of the House of Commons is in favour of a deal that's similar to Mrs May's deal, then I think she can carry on. The big trouble, of course, the DUP being so consistent as always, mm. they're our favourites, so they've said that they would support her in a vote of confidence. They don't want a general election, I imagine. Of course. Yeah. But the thing is, it's they who are making the biggest problem by going on and on and on about the hypothetical circumstances that might arise if we needed this backstop thing yeah. over Northern Ireland. So they're the ones that are making it more likely that they'll need to be a vote of no <laughs> confidence, which they're going to reject. Amazing. Yeah, well, but it's all amazing. It's all Alice in Wonderland stuff. The only person who is plodding on consistently is Mrs May. And people like Keir Starmer, but even they can't really say what they really want, which is openly all the time to just say, we can't settle this without a second referendum, because his party still is mm. dithering between general election... Mark, there's, there's one other person that I think we need to touch on in, in British politics. Oh, yeah. We are... Running out rapidly of out of time yeah but i think we need to say um well done congratulations to or mr farage to mr farage yeah farage from our mr bono yeah nige 
Okay, well, should we say, should we settle on Farage? Sure. Mr. Farage. Whatever his name, he played a blinder. No, it's not just that he resigned as leader so on he this has... issue. He resigned in terms which I think showed, a, 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 you know, lines in the sand, sort of, uh, I'm prepared for a party to indulge in certain things, but... He has no stepped further. back from UKIP on the on the involvement and support for for uh, the um, Tommy Robinson, Tommy Robinson. Band. yeah, which is such a, a a sad thing because the Tom Robinson band is wonderful. But uh, you think so? I do. Opinions but, differ. Um, Power in the darkness. Uh, I, I bought that. But Tommy Robinson obviously is a a deeply divisive figure whose mm. whose actions over the past couple of years have been incredibly detrimental to mm. social cohesion and um, yeah, not particularly pleasant chap. Yeah. So Mr. Farage, Mr. Farage uh, has um, he's in so many words I think um, confirmed suspicions that after Brexit UKIP had a choice of directions, but the the direction because the British National Party having been quite a considerable force in British politics at the beginning of the noughties, um, is now basically defunct. And so UKIP seems to be moving into its territory pretty Looks uh, like it. enthusiastically. And Mr Farage has basically exposed this. Mm. Where he goes next, but I think probably chat show events. ITV. Ah, is that where he's going? Oh, I, I think so. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. He'd be great there, be showing, you know, true British... Spirit, all the way through. I'm sorry. What? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Have you heard of that? It's a popular entertainment program. Ah, okay. Yeah. Where where are they? Australia. You know all about it. Oh, feigning excellent. England. So that sounds rather comfortable. So on a beach. And then sport. Newcastle. Uh, you know, look like they're gonna. In Rafa, we trust. Indeed, and Arsenal. We watched it last oh, night. We did we indeed. More and more, the thimble of wine mm. being consumed. And oh dear, oh dear, oh dear! Very frustrating. Mm. But um, in uh, Jose, uh, we we trust as well. If we're <laughs> anyone but a Man United fan. Yeah, indeed. So, so Mark, we are out of time. Oh. I fear, but we do have to do one last plug for next week. Okay. Next week is going to be a wonderful show. Our Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Our Brexit special. Yeah, yeah. The first ever recording. Of the Impact Narrative live. Yeah, we can't In front of a live studio audience. Sorry, a live lecture theatre audience. Christmas trimmings, (sighs) mince pies, mulled wine. Will not be available. Will Will be, be among other things, are not um, available. Or eaten, drunk by us. Mm. Of course, your mulled wine will be will a be thimble. a thimble. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's next week, and it's at uh, one till two for anyone who's interested on Lancaster University's Bailrig campus. A highly prestigious Bailrig University campus. of the Year. Wow. Yeah. The hallowed halls of Furness mm. will play host for the first time uh, to record a live recording of this very show, in which we'll be wearing these very clothes and saying very much the same sort of things. Although we may be talking about a new government. <laughs> we may. We may be talking about a new government in France. As Indeed. Well as in and a new uh, Manchester United manager. Wow. But all of the old favourites are coming back, Mark. Okay. Tide Times. Oh, yeah. Book of the Week. Week. Um, John Stuart Mill, Mill News. Updates. Long, yeah. long neglected favourites. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a quieter week. 
Mm. We'll get time well, to put these in. Of course, when we did a radio show, we played music as well, didn't we? Oh, so maybe we could do I, that. Maybe I'll yeah. sing a song. Excellent. I'll bring the guitar. The 2000 Fuel Crisis Blues. Part two. Yeah. Anyway, so that's all. Well, that's all we've got time for this week, and uh, we'll hope you all have a pleasant and peaceful week. In the meantime, unlike Mrs. May. Indeed. So until then, you can do all the usual things like subscribe, listen, oh, yeah. share, repeat, play on repeat. Um, say nice things about us. No, but you say Spotify. Do we say Spotify? We say Spotify. Spotify, YouTube, um, SoundCloud, and, and Instagram. iTunes. iTunes. Oh well. But can't be, apparently, you can do something on Instagram. Well, I'm sure you can do lots of any number of things. But we boomerang. Boomerang. Excellent. Okay, so lots of those, uh, lots of vehicles, lots of platforms on which you can view or listen to us, and we'll sound equally, this, you know, equally, whatever on all of them. And hopefully, it'll be a thumbs up rather than a thumbs down. But responses are welcome from everyone who does the thumbs up thing. Until next time. Yeah.